Guys, Chip Smith here. Welcome to Chatterbot Newsletter Podcast Series. I want to welcome you today, and there's been some quite substantial moves in crypto the last couple of weeks. And I did do some digging and investigating and talk to my contacts. And the spike that we had back in the start of April, it's interesting to me because when I was on Twitter and I was doing a lot of digging. I couldn't really find the real answer of why Bitcoin spiked. However, today, talking to one of my close confidants, he is very, very uh, well-educated, well-versed in Bitcoin and blockchain and crypto. And he did tell me that people don't realize this, but there's some very large crypto traders or crypto investors or people who want to get into the market and they were unable to sort of get into the back door and buy crypto OTC, which means over-the-counter. OTC means that they can't use online facilities, they can't use basically the internet, and they have other avenues where they go buy and buy Bitcoin. So there's no actual recorded transactions on the internet or on the blockchain in, in that area. So that means that people can buy and that and the, doesn't affect the price that much. However, in the start of April, what I can tell you is the OTC and the amount of over-the-counter the transactions had dried up, which means some of the buyers and the sellers, there wasn't enough people matching each other on the orders and they were unable to purchase those, you know, and, and purchase Bitcoin or other cryptos. It's mainly Bitcoin, but guys. So the interesting thing is that now we are, you know, we're well into April that this has happened. And what I've found out recently is that they tried to uh, do the OTC transactions, but they were forced to go online and use the exchanges. And that's why we saw those huge run up in start of April. 16%, 20% 16%, 20% up in Bitcoin. Some of the other smaller coins were skyrocketing. And it's interesting to me because there is a lot of talk about what the actual news was. And so I found this out and I don't think we'll see too much news come out about it. But to me, it's interesting. And, and sure, you know, the price of Bitcoin is stabilizing a little bit and some of our opinions are that things are going to get interesting. And so I talked about that in our newsletter. The link is below and it's going to be very, very interesting. So in terms of the crypto price, people are talking about, you know, oh, crypto is going up and doing this and Bitcoin's going up. However, I don't really think people understand that it's not the price of Bitcoin going up. It's the price of the US dollar going down or the price of the US dollar losing value. And that for me is has always been a new thing. People talking about Bitcoin as a new currency. I don't agree with that. People saying Bitcoin is going to be the new reserve currency. I, I don't agree with that. People that talk about Bitcoin being a store of wealth or new value, that those are the people that you need to listen to. And so for that reason, it's something else that I'll be watching. As you might not be aware, the 
yield curve, the yield curve on the treasuries have basically inverted a, a few weeks back. That for me is interesting because normally when you see that happen and it happens wholesomely, which it did, you normally see a recession occur about 12 to 18 months later. And if you look back on 100 years history, that always happens. So does that mean we are 12 months or 18 months away from a recession? I don't know, but I will talk about that in our newsletter because it's something that needs to be discussed. And it takes me back to the recession we had, you know, from the financial crisis in 08, where Bitcoin did not perform too well, but then it had a very significant recovery. Will it happen this time? I'm not sure, but they say, I I do not like the saying history repeats, but I always like the term history rhymes or, or, you know, rhymes on itself. And so with this new technology blockchain coming in and Bitcoin, a lot of people are still hearing about it, but I still feel that the price and the charts are going to be messy because there's still a lot of people who are skeptical. There's still a lot of people who don't actually know what Bitcoin is, what it does, or how it's used. There's a learning process involved here, right, guys? And so for me personally, there's a lot of corruption. We're now seeing a lot of corruption with the Trump. What I'm relating it to is the Trump, he's president. He was basically told that or people were trying to rouse on him that he colluded with the Russians. I've always told my members that that didn't happen. It's now come out in the open that he didn't collude with the Russians. But my point here is what I really like about blockchain and the technology coming is blockchain is going to stop corruption and this sort of thing from happening. And so it's almost like a, a freight train coming and no one's going to stop it. And that's why you're seeing huge swings up on crypto, up and down, up and down. And there's still people trying to work out, you know, is crypto going to zero? I really don't believe that that's going to happen. Sure, it may happen, but the data we're looking at doesn't seem to suggest that in 2019, crypto is just going to fall off the cliff and just dive and just keep crashing right to zero and be called a scam. Could it happen in the future? Sure, sure. There's there's a lot of these things that we're worried about because it feels to me like the crypto markets are a repeat or an exact replica of the dot-com boom back in the late 90s into 2000. We all know the story there. It was A lot of people made a lot of money. A lot of people lost a lot of money literally overnight when the dot-com boom crashed. And... We could be looking at the same sort of thing with crypto, but I don't really want to get into it at the moment or at this exact point. And the reason is we we don't want to read too much into it right now. We just know that crypto is going to be a lot bigger than what it is right now. We're going to see mass adoption and we're going to see bigger players come into the market when they're supported in custodianship. And I don't mean people with $200,000, $300,000 in their bank account. I'm talking some of these big funds and institutes who want to put 1% of their money, who manage billions and billions of dollars per day. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens because that hasn't, looking at, looking at our chart, it hasn't really happened. And 
for me personally, I don't really think there's going to be a lot more worldwide events happen this year and affect the prices of crypto myself. Uh, one being the price of stock markets, two being the price of global assets in terms of European Brexit crisis, European markets, UK markets, and some of the geopolitical events that could actually play out later on in the year in especially places like France or Europe, Italy, especially with the Vatican. So we have data representing that and it's we're trying to track that on that. We're doing a lot of work and we do our best to try and bring you all the latest and greatest. But for me personally, I think what's happening and the over-the-counter transactions for Bitcoin with that, I don't think it's just going to draw up all of a sudden because if more interest comes back to Bitcoin, the OTC market will come back, there'll be more transactions, there'll be more buyers, there'll be more sellers, and we won't be in a situation where these people have to go to the exchanges online. So it'll be different. This is what happens sort of with crypto. You have to realize there's waves. There's like waves and waves of euphoria and then fear and then doubt and then euphoria, fear, then doubt. And so although the ICO market I think is washed out right now, it was big in 2017, uh, I made some money on that, but I think 2018, 2019, uh, you know, where 2019 especially is going to be very interesting in how it plays out. And so a few of the coins are up nicely right now. And we are still looking at future data to sort of put a pinpoint on, well, we'll look. I, I know that there is 2,000 coins, and I've said this before, but, you know, there's going to be a lot of coins that die a painful and slow death especially people calling their coin, you know, oh, this is the only coin, this is the next Bitcoin, this is bigger than Bitcoin. Like, you're going to hear all these messages and you have to realize that without Bitcoin, none of these other coins would exist. They're all copies of replicas or repeats. And so I do think it might be a time, better time for altcoins in 2019. We will see what happens there. But I wouldn't be sort of thinking right now that crypto is or Bitcoin goes back down to like, you know, $800, $900. I don't really see that happening. Sure, it can be wrong, but that might give you a little bit of a safety net or feel, make you feel a little bit more secure in what's happening with your investments here. Because crypto, yeah, it's a high risk. It's a high reward game, but you have to realize that anything can happen overnight and we could see a dump of basically 80% value of cryptos being wiped out overnight. It can happen. I've seen it happen. doesn't mean it can't happen in the future, and so you have to be wary of that, and you have to trade around that, and you have to invest wisely, my friends. Anyway, that's a bit of an, up, an update, some fresh news about the OTC markets and you know some of these big players. It was funny because I think there was a Bitcoin whale that was – I think he was putting in, uh, not sure if it was a $100 million trade on Bitcoin. And so that's why the price did rocket up. Now, this this guy could be a manipulator. He could jack up the price, make it rise, and then sell it off for a profit. And then the price of crypto dumps back down really, really hard. 
and then everyone's back to like square one and everyone's angry and upset again and saying this and that. I don't know if that's actually the case, but we will see as time progresses. And April so far has been a little bit better. So take it day by day, step by step. And, you know, there's no use to try and trade all these up and down swings as a day trader because they're losing money and I'm not part of that game. I know people are trying to make their fortunes from day trading. I'm still yet to meet someone who is very reputable and very successful in the day trading side because there's so much volatility. It's even more volatile than S&P futures, and even that's hard to trade. So um, I'm just letting you in on a bit of a tip or a, or a trick there, and I would stay well away from that world unless you are well-versed and have over 20 years' experience trading. Anyway, that's about it for me to today. Jim Smith here, and if you feel free, if you feel like you wish to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast, please feel free. So, been great fun with you today, and take it easy, and I'll talk soon. Peace.